The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Good afternoon. Uh, once again, it's John DePietro. Right now, it is uh, 106 on this Monday. And uh, joining us right now, and I think this is very important because um, it is being distorted exactly what happened last night. But folks, leading us right, joining us right now, he is the true leader of Black Lives Matter, Rhode Island. And it's our friend, Brother Gary. Good afternoon, Brother Gary. Good afternoon, John. Brother, thank you for joining us because uh, this is important. I was at that defund the police rally yesterday afternoon and then uh, last night uh i went to governor mundo's house because the protesters showed up there they were chanting black lives matter they are being described as black lives matter protesters but you want to be very clear they are not official members that was not the work of you and Brother Justice and others last night organizing these people to violently and aggressively crash Governor Armando's house last night. Absolutely not. I, I, I think that, um, see, this is the problem with, with uh, these new generations of protesters. And we're not violent. We don't talk about violence and going to officials' houses and conducting that type of business. Because the struggle is not about, you know, just alone defunding the police. This has a lot to do with historical of the African American community, and 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 restoring the economic empowerment in our communities, and the list goes on. But this is not the way you protest around this country. That's definitely not to get the officials' um, attention. And I think it's hot. I, I think it's overwhelming. It's heart wrenching to hear that these young angry protesters are trying to hijack, you know, our movement of Black Lives Matter, Rhode Island. So I understand that, you know, we have to deal with the consequences of having these relations and race relations primarily. And this is one of the reasons why we have to understand what we're dealing with today in society and the disparity of African-Americans because, you know, when you say Black Lives Matter, that, that we don't stand for that. We do not educate the public about you know, going against uh, state officials like that. Of course we want to defund the police. There's a way how we do it in proper proper way. And, you know, this is an education right now where it's showing the world the violence of Black Lives Matter. We're not about that. This became a, 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 a different movement. And to watch people hijack that, specifically, you know, um, white people in the front lines of Black Lives Matter. That does not make sense. That's right. It does not make sense to people to hijack and use our name in vain. You know, and I I want to, um, I just want to also, folks, and this is important, Brother Gary, because I want people to know, uh, I respect Brother Gary. He's been a friend of mine for a, a long time. I really respect the work. I was there as he was joined by Governor Armando. Brother Gary, yesterday at this rally at the State House, they were saying it's time for another riot. We're going to burn down the city. And they were encouraging violence against the police. Now, let's be very clear. Those are not the motives. That is not the objective of Black Lives Matter, Rhode Island. Correct? Absolutely not. Absolutely. I mean, you just demonstrated around the world how violent we could be we're not about black lives matter is not about that movement we're about changing our communities to educate the police departments around this country and to have better race relations and and an an economic empowerment plan to go forward and and empower the african-american community this has nothing to do with african-americans when you work and use our name and this goes out to all of all of the protesters that are violent are using Black Lives Matter. We're not about that movement. So we want to keep this in perspective about the narrative that they're using. And you're going to hear it first from me as a protester for years and years in my community and the hard work of what I have demonstrated throughout the years of history in Rhode Island. And we need to put this to, 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 to end now and stop people using Black Lives Matter for their narratives. 
And this goes out for every protester and every organization that's out there that's doing this. Would you have white people that are trying to infuse these young minority activists yep. teach them the wrong way? And what happens is that a lot of it's coming from the white officials, too, that's in, indulging these young people of color to go down this road. Would you ever show up at Governor Mundo's home on a Sunday night at 9 o'clock? There were 30 of them chanting Black Lives Matter. They were setting off explosives. And Brother Gary, I was there. They were trying to get inside the house. Is that the type of treatment that Governor Mundo deserves? It's John, it's way beyond that, right? We, we have a movement with, 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 with we, we're getting the attention of the world. Right, it's, it's that we have the attention. Why would you go to an official's home and their private home yeah. with their family and disrupt that? Oh. That doesn't sound like a Black Lives Matter no. um, rally. First of all, it does not. It's incompetent to what we're doing and trying to get our message across. And unfortunately, when you let people hijack the movement, which has nothing to do with the narrative of white America to speak and tell our story. I'm so angered by this. This is why education is so imperative to my black and Latino and minority community. Have you spoken with Governor Armando and explained to her that you were not behind last night? Absolutely. No, I haven't spoke to her, but I'm definitely, I'm enraged by it. It goes to show you the purpose of Black Lives Matter. Now you would have an understanding and a purpose to rebuild and really understand what we're dealing with in America today. What about, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Monday. On the line with us is Brother Gary, who I'm very clear is the official organizer. He is the founder of Black Lives Matter, Rhode Island, and the real only spokesman. But Brother Gary, you know, you're exactly right. I was at that defund the police rally yesterday, and you have these white instigators getting up and saying to the crowd, the only way that we're going to get their attention is through violence towards the police. That is not the message I hear from people like you and Brother Justice. Absolutely not. We've been doing this for a long time, and this is why you have to respect us as first as Americans and what we stand for. We don't stand for anarchy. We don't. That's not the American way and what we find that's so disturbing is that 80% to 95% of white Americans that are going in this route disrespecting African Americans and our colleagues and what we worked hard for across this nation for Black Lives Matter. And now these young organizations and organizers are coming and being so disrespectful and don't have the cause and education what we what we're doing and trying to fight this injustice and they're constantly doing this trying to hijack our movement and using that name yes you know, you know and violence we don't listen we don't condone violence we don't want to we yes should we talk about defund the police of course we should be talking about that narrative it's hugely it's, it's very necessarily, but violence is not the it's not the custom way. No. And also, there was vandalism to Providence police cars last night. Uh, they have that. Here's something that I want to point out to people, and that is that Black Lives Matter and Brother Gary, you, you are not behind. You know what I mean. They put the ACAB, which stands for all cops are blank, and then they circle the A, which stands for anarchy. Brother Gary, when I was there yesterday at this defund the police rally, I'm going to say... of the crowd happen to be Caucasian, but they are encouraging the young black youth. They're encouraging them to commit the violence against the police. Well, the history, John, never changes from the narrative about blacks and white, right? Because the history of violence came from whites, Europeans. And what happens is that they're still conflicting the education about standing behind black people to vandalize their communities and this is very true and this is why the white people need to be in the back of people like us that are trying to do it right not to white people to tell our narrative of the story of black lives matter and now you have a conflict of interest where 
white America is telling black America to burn it down, to be violent. That's 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 insulting to the up and coming young generation of African Americans and people of color to educate white America about what's going on, the history. So you have these you have these you have these young groups are trying to really understand what is their purpose when a white person's telling the story and it's not fair to right. us. We've seen this time and time again, you know, that they're constantly trying to hijack it from a lot of local politicians, some of the local leaders, they don't respect African American men to be leaders in their communities. And unfortunately you shouldn't have a, a, a white lady or a white man telling you to run your organization a certain way. Well, and as far as some of these newer people that are arriving on the scene, um, I want to just play you some of the sound. And again, folks, we're speaking with Brother Gary of Black Lives Matter and this uh, Brooklyn Tucson. I just want to play you uh, her words. Uh, taking our money from the police budget that's um, supposed for, proposed for 2021 and putting it towards the community so we have more home ownership, so we have more youth programs, youth jobs. The, the founder of the group called X spoke at their so-called defund the police party Sunday. The rally on the state house steps calling for city and state leaders to divert funding away from policing in prisons and direct it to various social programs. Hundreds were in attendance, but Toussaint tells me regardless of the numbers, their voices will be heard. We've been showing up to legislators' houses. We've been, you know, coming to the state house over and over. We're going to get a meeting with the speaker of the house that way. Brother Gary, who is this Brooklyn Toussaint that's uh, leading the cause to show up at people's houses? I mean, John, you got to remember that as the president of Black Lives Matter, I don't condone none of it right. as a weapon to to use it as a tactic to get the attention of, of, of the officials. You know, I, I mean, I might as well have a gun to my hand and, right. you know, when you use the opposing things of violence, it goes to show you that we are criminals. And we're not criminals. We want to get the attention of white Americans. And I think this is not the way to go about protesting today. And who who are these two white girls that were then speaking out and saying that uh, that they here's what needs to be done and the only thing? Her name is Mia Ayo. Have you ever heard of her? But Here they are. It doesn't matter unless she puts her money where her mouth is, right? And so the state budget is a great opportunity to do that, especially I don't know who those people are. Brother Gary, uh, just before I let you go, and folks, again, we're speaking with Brother Gary, leader of Rhode Island Black Lives Matter. Uh, let's be very clear. You did not in any way authorize, endorse, or support them, uh, this mob showing up at the governor's house last night. Absolutely not. And we don't condone. Anything has to do with violence and, and people using Black Lives Matter's name. All right. Anybody that's using Black Lives Matter and it's not Rhode Island, they're not affiliated. Anyone. Oh. And we have we, 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 we have a protest tomorrow, too. It's the 17th year anniversary of Smoke Shop in Narragansett. Right. So we're going to be doing a protest tomorrow in Narragansett. Wow. Smoke Shop. And that's what we come out to our rallies and see what we're about. We're working with the indigenous people in the indigenous nation. So... We're not about violence. We want to get our points across and do it right and correctly. There's a way, and you don't use violence with violence. What what, so, what time is uh, tomorrow's protest? That's that's at one o'clock tomorrow. One o'clock. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. All right, brother Gary. I'm going to talk to you uh, when I get off the air uh, later today. But folks, there he is. Great job, brother, brother Gary who is the uh, Rhode Island leader of Black Lives Matter. Folks, right now it's one twenty. It's John DiPietro uh, on this Monday. So it is interesting to me how these different groups are kind of, uh, um, you know, fighting uh, for turf, so to speak. But what's very, very clear is that group last night, I mean, you heard him call them out. There was uh, that rally yesterday. And them, you know, saying that they're going to start showing up at people's houses and they feel very much empowered to use the force that they have. I mean, that's that's the message that you take away with uh, with what happened last night. And it's also interesting, folks, I'm seeing that other members of the media are starting to post on. If you go to the website, to Petro.com, you know, they did vandalize some Providence police cars by putting that ACAB and then also uh, FTP, which stands for, you know, blank the police. 
there's, there's nothing. Uh, I just hope that the media changes this narrative that this whole God, that it irks me, the whole peaceful protest. Like, you know, folks, that has to change this business of the peaceful protest. Now, I also want to see if Governor Raimondo's attitude towards these, quote, peaceful protesters is going to change. It's one thing that she's at the Rhode Island State House and there's 10,000 of them and she's holding hands with them and no mask. It's different when they show up at our house on a Sunday night and uh, trying to get inside the house. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, it's brought to you by Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Call them today. Free same day text estimate 401 401- 617-2585-401-617-2585, Bethel Certified Soft Wash. You know, look for them on Facebook. What a great job they're going to do. Uh, Jared is just tremendous, folks. The before and after pictures on that website, on the Facebook page, are just terrific. It's Bethel Certified Soft Wash. What a difference it makes to get rid of the green stuff, the algae, the moss, the mildew. Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Look for them on Facebook, and then you can also text Jared for a free same-day estimate, and it is just terrific. 401-617-2585, 401-617-2585, Bethel Certified Soft wash. Well, folks, good afternoon on this Monday. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online. Visit the website, depetro.com. We are, <coughs> you can learn more about the show. You can see a video. For those of you not on Facebook, I do have video posted. You can see I have the pictures of the uh, Providence police car that was vandalized from the protesters. You also have the uh, protesters outside Governor Raimondo's house. And then you have the video that I am right outside the governor's house last night as uh, that street was on lockdown. That street was on lockdown. I'm anxious to see how things maybe change. Uh, I can't imagine that the governor was happy about what happened on her street last night. Now, I am not, I don't know if the governor was home or not. And there's a level of, um, you know, do I want to get to the bottom of what happened? I do. But at the same time, I want to respect um, the governor and and her family. And that was, you heard Brother Gary say it, that was a mob that showed up. And they're trying to do it through intimidation. And just the attitude that they possess is one of, if we don't get our way, well, then we're going to come after you. There's no other way to interpret that, folks. There's no other way to interpret it. This portion of the John DePietro Show, 124, on this Monday afternoon, is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop in Rhode Island's number one garden center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. They're right off of Route 4. Uh, look for them on Facebook, and they also have a great website, prmaterials.shop. Right now, 12-inch pots of perennials, hibiscus, 12-inch pots of um, daffodils and delilahs, assorted colors. Stop it and see Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron right across from where Alley's Donuts used to be. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Right off of Route 4, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Folks, stop in. Rhode Island's number one garden center is calling your name and also online, prmaterials.shop. You know, I've known Brother Gary, the leader of Black Lives Matter, the new Malcolm. I've known him for quite some time. I think that's the angriest I've ever heard him, where um, you have these groups that are trying to hijack uh, their movement. And uh, I think it's also interesting, tomorrow is the anniversary of the smoke shop raid. I remember when that happened. Uh, That is interesting. Governor Mundo was out of town. The uh, Narragansett Indian tribe, they opened up a uh, smoke shop, and I don't think they were charging state sales tax. And Governor Kachiri, excuse me, Governor Kachiri was out of town. And um, he had Stephen Perry, who was his, who's now public safety commissioner and Providence, but he was the head of the Rhode Island State Police in that famous uh, video now where then you see the state police going in and uh, there were a number of the Narragansett Indian tribe that were arrested and uh, they were fighting with the state police. They had uh, dogs. That video uh, when it was all over CNN. It was a huge, huge story at the time. So I was not aware yet. Tomorrow is the anniversary of the uh, of the smoke shop raid. This portion of the John DePietro show on this Monday, folks, brought to you by J.K.L. Engineering. Remember, they're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You want to stay nice and comfortable in your home. It's going to be humid all summer into the fall. 
Call J. Kale Engineering today, 401-351-7600. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. J. Kale Engineering, my question is, is your heating and cooling system working as efficiently as it can? Why not have JKL take a look at it? They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts for 53 years. JKL Engineering, make sure your cooling system is working as efficiently as possible. And by the way, central air is a game changer for your home and life. JKL Engineering, 401-351-7600, 401-351-7600 for JKL Engineering. Call them today, JKL, 401 401- 351-7600. The original, the best. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available for both residential and commercial. Call J.K.L. Engineering today. Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. 401-351-7600. 401-351-7600 for J.K.L. Engineering. Folks, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, right now, it's 127 on this Monday. I will be doing a Facebook Live later today. Possibly tonight, check out the Facebook page, but make sure you visit the website for all the video I'm talking about. And that is at depetro.com. All right, right now at 127 on this Monday, we're going to take a quick break. Going to send it back to the great Jeff Gamach. And stay tuned, folks. A lot more ahead right here on the John DePetro Show. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to the John DePetro Show. J.K.L. Engineering, folks, whether it's wintertime, spring, or summer, they'll keep you nice and comfortable in your home. Why not let J.K.L. Engineering let them design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system? Energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think, no gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill as by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. Now, J.K.L., is a carrier factory authorized dealer. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Folks, let's face it. Being inside, being comfortable in your home, is there anything more important right now with what we're going through? Call J.K.L. Engineering. Central Air is a game changer for your life. Talk about improving quality of life. Here's what I'm saying. J.K.L. They'll keep you warm in the wintertime and cool in the summertime. 53 years of experience. Their reputation, second to none. Whether you're in Rhode Island or Massachusetts, call J.K.L. Engineering today. Estimates are free. Financing is available for both residential and commercial. Call my friends at J.K.L. 401 351-7600. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. Let's be nice and comfortable in your home. JKL 401-351-7600. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Folks, remember... For all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, yankeetreeservice.com. What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming. Experts based right in Lincoln. Tree removal since 2006 and also 24-7 emergency service available. Call Yankee Tree Service today. 439-6028. 439-6028. Whether it's tree removal, stump grinding, tree pruning, emergency service, bucket truck service, and bobcat service. Since 2006, they've been performing tree removal service. On top of that, nothing stumps. 
Yankee Tree Service, they provide stump grinding. Enjoy your landscape without the eyesore. As far as pruning, well, let them get up there. Oftentimes, a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down. At Yankee Tree Service, their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best, the treatment plan for your tree. And maybe it's an emergency service. Did something come down? Call them today, 439-6028, 439-6028. If they have to, they get right up there in the bucket. Yankee Tree Service, since 2006, tree trimming experts. Give them a call. 439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, weekdays we start at 11, we go till 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Time for our segment. He is a, a law enforcement expert, a retired detective. It's Raymond Pingatori. And uh, Ray, I want to start off with this story. The Providence Police have issued an arrest warrant for Felix Hernandez Rosado, murderer of uh, Jorge Gonzalez Collin on Progress Avenue last week, detectives believe a missing 14-year-old girl might be with him. So they do have uh, photos of this individual, this uh, Felix Hernandez Rosado. Um, take us inside. You are running the investigation. You're the detective on the scene. Um how are police approaching this that they're looking for this Felix Hernandez Rosado? Well, John, uh, to initially start the investigation, uh, you would respond to the scene, gather the pertinent data, uh, gather witnesses, evidence. And once all the determining factors are in place, uh, suspect is an arrest warrant is obtained, signed off by a judge. And then uh, once that takes place, then you would uh, either get out there uh, and hit the uh, streets or you'd work in conjunction with other law enforcement agencies. And uh, usually a task force is set up and uh, they have uh, a vast amount of resources and um, they'll be out there looking for this individual. Now, with this guy... um he has a very distinct tattoo of a cross right between his eyebrows. What does it tell you? And also another tattoo right above his right eye. I'm not sure, exactly sure what it says. Um, what does it tell you that they have seemingly um, two very distinct mugshots of this individual? Well, just the, the fact that they have mugshots available. Uh, this person is a known to police. Um, you know, the average person in society wouldn't have a mugshot available for the police. With the uh, various tattoos, uh, they could be some affiliation to a gang or uh, some type of group. And uh, certainly with those uh, distinctive markings on his face like that, it would make it uh, certainly a lot easier to uh, catch this individual. I mean... When a person's in flight from a, a murder arrest warrant, uh, they'll use any means possible to possibly disguise themselves. And, um, you know, they'll be hidden by their friends or family or whoever uh, in an attempt to elude law enforcement. But ultimately, at the end of the game, uh, they can only hide for so long and they're caught. Ray, with someone like this, um, now he, I believe he's young, he's just uh he's a young guy i i don't we don't know if he has any type of means what are the odds that uh that he in fact might still be in rhode island most likely um if if in fact he is in rhode island he's being uh uh secreted for a better word by his friends uh maybe secreted it's not the right word he um they they may have connections with uh, other states, uh, you know, or even overseas. Uh, they may not have the means to get there, but uh, people could provide them with the means to get wherever he has to go in an attempt to uh, evade arrest. Now, he also, the fact they have an arrest order and it's for murder, um, also they believe a 14-year-old girl might be with him. Now, I believe he's young, so she's young. Is um, is that 
a situation, do they maybe act differently? Because this is someone, you're not talking about like a stolen car. I mean, he's wanted for a murder. Uh, it was it was uh, a shooting. Um, and then uh, is the 14-year-old, is that an unknown situation that maybe that was, maybe there was some kind of a relationship there? Or But the fact that he's wanted for a murder, does that affect? for this individual well the 14 year old could be some type of relationship involved with this individual uh anytime someone's wanted for a murder case or some type of a pot one offense uh they're considered to be armed and dangerous at all all times yep uh we don't know what the uh, makeup of this individual could be we don't know the uh, particulars behind the case at least i don't and who's to say that, uh, you know, he's not on some type of spree uh, of uh, committing various types of crime? So absolutely, he would be considered armed and dangerous. Uh, it's put into the computer, um, in the NCIC computer, as being armed and dangerous. And police aren't going to take any chances of uh, just randomly... Uh, walking up to this individual in an attempt to arrest them. They're going to take all precautions necessary. Um, and finally, what types of things, you're the police, what are you saying to the family? Um, I would imagine, you know, in some way trying to get him to to give himself up or, or trying to, you know, get them that maybe they have information uh, on where he is. Well, I'm sure law enforcement uh, speaking with the family and friends of this individual um, on a regular basis right now, trying to convince them if, in fact, that he is uh, in communications with them to turn himself in peacefully and to hopefully uh, let them know his whereabouts and the whereabouts of this young female. Um, no one likes to see uh, a long protracted uh, search for these individuals. We don't again, we don't know. Uh, what the girl's involvement with this individual is. Uh, we don't want to see any harm come to either him or her. Uh, so certainly they'd be working diligently uh, with the family and friends in an attempt to you know, make the, and affect the arrest on him. And Ray, finally, the, um, the tattoos that appear uh, above his right eye and then also his forehead, how do police maybe find out how do they find out what that means if, in fact, those are uh, like gang tattoos? Well, if they are, in fact, gang tattoos, uh, usually there would be other people with this affiliation of this gang who may have one, one time been arrested. And it's through development of information uh, by detectives, by uniform officers on the street, they know who particular members of the gangs are and you know it, these are signature marks on on a person so they signify a particular gang so police would in fact know what these meanings are and and also just lastly um the fact that they have the mug shots of him um and you mentioned earlier so that's someone known to police now we don't know what he might involve been involved with where they even have the mug shots but behind the scenes, what are the police maybe saying um, to his friends or if, in fact, he is with a gang? What, what are they saying them to try to get them to basically turn him in? Well, they'd be telling him that, you know, we want to, uh, we being the police, uh, the province police would want them to peacefully uh, communicate to get this individual in. Uh, no one wants to see you know, uh, uh, a situation that's already bad turn for the worse. Um, they would, you know, talk to the friends over and over and over. Uh, but in the case that the friends were not cooperating, you know, they have various resources and um, techniques that they use that I'm not going to disclose at this time um, that would uh, assist them in affecting the arrest. Folks, uh, you're listening to the John DePietro Show with us, law enforcement expert Raymond Picatori. Coming up, we're also going to talk about the fact that the mayor wants a uh, police officer fired, Mayor Alorza does. And also, they did catch up with that uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. And uh, interesting 
elements of, of, of how she's being uh, handled as she's in uh, prison right now. It's all ahead with Raymond Picatori right here on the John DePietro Show. When your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Call them today, 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Now, I like to tell the story. I don't mind. But one morning, I went up to uh, get up to use the dryer and just had done a wash, and suddenly it wouldn't work. Now, did I panic? No. Did I try to fix it? Don't be ridiculous. No, I called Ryan's Appliance Repair at 401 401- 710-7096. We made an appointment. Ryan said, Juan, I'll be there at, at 9 o'clock at 5 of 9. A truck appeared in my driveway. It said Ryan's appliance repair. He came right in, fixed the driver, uh, dryer, excuse me, within five minutes. And then I think it was about two weeks later, I went to make a microwave popcorn, and then suddenly the microwave wouldn't work. So what did I do? I called Ryan's appliance repair. At 401 710 7096. And then one time, even the oven wasn't working. And again, who did I call? You get the gist of the story. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 7096, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Now, Ryan offers a senior citizen's discount. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. And he'll also do a Saturday appointment. It's Ryan's Appliance Repair. When your appliance is dying, you know who to call. Call Ryan, 401-710-7096. Hi, Steve here, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in lines to get into stores to buy bottled water. And they didn't have to scramble to get it either when all this first started. They enjoy all the safe, clean water they want, not during just this crisis, but all year long. Don't you think it's time you did too? So as you're standing in line waiting, how about you give my company a call? Call Water Filter Company at 294-2400. 294-2400. A Rhode Island family business since 1986. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Lawn Doctor. Call today, your best lawn ever guaranteed, 401-392-1025, 401-392-1025, or online, they have a great website, lawndoctor.com. What do they do? Well, outdoor pest control, annual program, lawn care service, they make great lawns happen. Lawn Doctor Rhode Island, your lawn care company. Love your lawn. Best lawn guaranteed. Call them today, 401-392-1025. Free uh, consultation and estimate, 401-392-1025. Lawn doctor. And now is the time because you can get the early spring, the crabgrass control, time release fertilizer, professional blend of high calcium line. Lawn doctor. Go online. Check them out. It's lawndoctor.com. Or call them today, 401-392-1025. Lawn Doctor. With us is Ray Picatori. Ray is a retired detective, law enforcement expert. Ray, I want to move on to the story. Alorza wants police officer charged with assaulting Kane Company and to be fired. So um, this officer, who from by all accounts uh, seems to be a well-regarded uh, province police officer, Charged with assaulting a handcuffed man, and uh, the mayor very publicly wants him fired. A uh, couple things. How, how common is this? What are the instances where maybe they have someone in handcuffs and there's still kind of a scuffle? And we'll, we'll get to what this does to the police officer's career now that the mayor has has publicly, um, you know, the, has publicly said that he wants him terminated. But let's start off with just the element of. Uh, if it can be a challenge getting some someone in handcuffs, and then people watch a lot of times on television that it's they calmly walk the person to the to the car or to the cell or wherever it may be. But in real life, that's um, you know that's from what I've watched and observed, that's that's not always the case. It, it is not always the case. Um, some some people do go willingly. Other people will resist right up into the point they are placed into a cell block, placed into a, the rear of a uh, police cruiser. Um, each situation is is totally different. Um, and again, it, the person that is being arrested 
his liberty is and he is being detained. Um, so a police officer, you know, he has to make, maintain control of this individual at all times. And both for the officer's safety and for the individual's safety. So at, at any given moment, things can turn uh, volatile. And that's what we do not want when we're out there. And Ray, I know that police have sometimes said, you know, sometimes people don't realize, you know, you may have them in cuffs, but you're talking about people who could be under the influence of drugs and alcohol. They, you know, they're maybe angry. Uh, they just involved with some kind of a altercation of some time. They, uh, you know, a lot of times these suspects, although they may be handcuffed, they, they are like as completely wound up as someone can be. And you know, you have someone that is certainly uh, young and strong and fit, and, uh, and and it can be a menacing problem. It's not the way sometimes they're just depicted, say, in a film or a television show where they are calmly just, like, cooperating. Sometimes, you know, people are not in their right frame of mind to do that anyway. Uh, exactly. Um, I, and during my course of uh, my career, I've seen the whole gamut of people that have been incarcerated and uh, handcuffed, uh, people kicking out rear windows of police cars, oh. uh, people uh, still attempting to kick at officers, uh, spit at officers. So uh, to have a person in handcuffs doesn't mean that you have full custody and control of that person. And again, that's why the officer has to stay vigil at all times. Uh, people under the influence of uh, some type of narcotics, um, some get like superhuman strength. Uh, they can slip out of handcuffs. Again, I, I've seen a lot of various things occur over the course of my career that would leave the average person uh, with their, their, their mouths wide open saying, I, I just don't believe that happened. But it does. Hmm. Now, what about, obviously, no one's condoning uh, someone being assaulted once they're in handcuffs. But uh, it is rather unusual that the mayor of Providence, Mayor Lorza, has come right out, maybe because of the political climate, and said that he wants this this officer to be fired. But there's already a tenuous relationship between the force and the mayor. But what does this do uh, between the relationship with the, the mayor and the force? And also, uh, what does it do to this particular officer's career? Well, getting back to the mayor, um, being a tenured professor at one time at Roger Williams Law School, um, he should be wholeheartedly aware of uh, the police officer's bill of rights uh, under Rhode Island General Laws 4228.6. That officer has the same rights as any individual that may be arrested out on the street. It's called due process. You know, it's equal protection under the law of the 14th Amendment um, to just blatantly state that you want an officer fired because of a alleged criminal activity. Um, would you say, you know, if something was alleged against uh, a sitting mayor, a sitting council person that uh, you want them removed from office, they have due process like everybody else. So, and it, like you said, it is this tenuous time. Uh, some people fly from the seat of their pants without fully uh, thinking the whole thing through. And uh, I, I just want to see that uh, the officer does get his, his fair and uh, uh, his fair uh, time with the court system and uh, get his protection that he deserves. Because, Ray, a lot of times when officers are called uh, to go into a court of law to testify about a case, um, you know, because of the pandemic situation, we haven't heard a lot of that simply because trials are almost basically postponed in some way right now. They can only do so much distancing. But it's been long known. I remember um, when I lived in New York, they had major problems in uh, certain sections of, of New York City, such as the Bronx, as an example, where they found it very difficult to get a conviction because the uh, the juries were basically, um, you know, against or had different run-ins with the police, and they would have a hard time. They would people wouldn't understand. They'd plea bargain out a lot of things simply because they had a tough time getting a conviction. Um, 
the fact of the matter is we don't even know how rough it could be or you could have a defense attorney who would maybe play on uh, the fears of certain jury members to try to, you know, poison the well, if you will, against uh, police officers once they're taken the stand. Well, it is a it is tough to get a jury of their peers. Uh, police officers are sworn to uphold the law. Uh, they they're held to a higher standard, and it is probably one of the uh, more tougher jobs out there. Um, to go day in and day out doing your your job to the best of your ability and then to suddenly be charged with an offense, an alleged offense at this point. Um, you know, it takes its toll on a police officer. And the more it's brought to light by the, the fractions that are, you know, looking to put their heads on a, put the officer's head on a stake, uh, you know, how do you, how do you pick a jury of peers? Uh, and then like you were saying with this pandemic, things take longer and, uh, the courts are now shut for the summer months, uh, yep. because of this. And who knows when the courts are going to fully open again? Oh. So all this time, this officer's awaiting to have his day in court and to, um, you know, have his say. Uh, if it's brought to light every single day, uh, about you know the actions that want to be taken against them, it, it is kind of tough. Uh, we see cases of persons of murder convictions, cases I worked on, that you know it's not brought every day to the newspaper of what the uh, what's transpiring with the case. You know it takes its it takes its time. It's due process, folks. Coming up, um, we are going to talk about uh, the president's former attorney Michael Cohen, who was out. Of prison, and then also um, the woman that was involved with Jerry Epstein, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, as well. It's all ahead with law enforcement expert Raymond Picatori right here on the John DePietro Show. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, located 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Stop it and see Ron and Melissa. First of all, how about free coffee for police and military? Ron's Pastry Gourmet. You're going to find an incredible selection. Now, they are right off of Silver Spring Street, right near the cellos, and they're next to AAA in Providence. Look for them on Facebook, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. But you can find them, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right near Branch Avenue, but right around the corner from cellos and inside well, sausage and peppers, eggplant, all delicious calzones, meatball calzones, Philly cheesesteak calzones, pepperoni and cheese calzones pizza strips, and then the most delicious cannolis, brownies, delicious cakes. They'll make a special cake for you. And also the Trump chocolate-covered donuts, Trump soda, and also Trump cupcakes. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, the number one bakery in Rhode Island. Stop it and see them. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Look for them on Facebook. They're right around the corner from Cellos, right off of Silver Spring Street and right near Branch Avenue. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Ron and Melissa, they're right near the AAA location in Providence. Stop in and see them. You're going to love it. Get some of those Trump chocolate-covered donuts. And they salute our police and military. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Hi, Steve here, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in lines to get into stores to buy bottled water. And they didn't have to scramble to get it either when all this first started. They enjoy all the safe, clean water they want, not during just this crisis, but all year long. Don't you think it's time you did too? So as you're standing in line waiting... How about you give my company a call? Call Water Filter Company at 294-2400. 294-2400. A Rhode Island family business since 1986. You want to stay as healthy as you possibly can. And one of the ways you can do that is if you stop in and see my friend Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305 3585 305-3585. Stop in at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. I'll bet you've driven past that old church many different times. Now is your chance to stop in. And what are you going to find? Well, Marie is so incredible. It's My Health. It helps you with your health, your family's health. Vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like a kai berry, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. And It's My Health. 
at 1099 Menon Road in Cumberland, you're going to find over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. And folks, Marie is so knowledgeable. These are all natural ingredients you want to put when you're uh, put involved as ingredients when you're cooking and it's so healthy for you and your family, plus hemp and CBD products for oral and topical use. They have vitamins for children. They're going to keep you healthy. It's my health. Stop it and see Marie. Pop by. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585. What an incredible store, incredible selection. She is so knowledgeable. Just pop in, swing in. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380. Remember now. Providence and North of Providence. I want you to try the 99.9 FM, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website. Visit it, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Right on the top on the left-hand side, you'll see where it says listen live. Just click on that. Anywhere in the world, you can listen while we're live on the air. And then right below that on the dashboard at the website, you'll see where it says radio show. If you ever miss any part of the show, You just click on radio show and folks, boom, there it is. You can pull it up. It's all in library fashion. And remember, the uh, Facebook Live is very, very popular. Check out the Facebook page. It's John DePietro Show on Facebook. And then you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram and also on YouTube. Again, it's all under John DePietro Show. This is Dr. Tony Fauci with your Rhode Island coronavirus update in phase four. Strip clubs in Providence are expected to reopen. At the Foxy Lady, all lap dancers must adhere to six feet of social distancing and all dancers must wear a mask. At the Cadillac Lounge, dancers will be allowed to put hand sanitizer on male customers, but only for an agreed upon price. At Club Fantasies, all patrons going into the VIP lounge must use credit cards since the virus can easily spread on dollar bills. At Club Desire, all dancers are strongly encouraged to utilize the outside patio whenever possible, and all strip clubs should try to sanitize the stage and poles every four hours. All dancers should keep up to date with their contact tracing notebooks. I'm Dr. Fauci on The John DePietro Show. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, call today, free consultation. It's Scott and Alex, 401-353-9300. Folks, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, located 1529 Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. But you can call, free consultation, 401-353-9300. They're licensed Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Florida. It's very simple. They're going to help you and your family save money. And maybe it's on your home insurance or life insurance, business insurance, auto insurance, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Look for them on Facebook. They also have a great website. It's aemazika.com. Call them at 401-353-9300. What about if you save $200 a month? It's like giving yourself a raise. How about that? An extra $2,500 a year, maybe even more. And also, this time of year, make sure you're covered. Maybe it's for your motorcycle or your boat or jet skis or an RV, or an off-road vehicle. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Call them today, 353-9300, 401-353-9300. Let them help you 